Now let's get some insights on the news that's shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst at Bankrate.com. Mark, so good to have you here with us. You know, I was just talking with Jenny about some of these this uh, layoff news at Amazon, but at the same time, we're getting strong jobs data, stronger than expected. ADP, private payrolls rose by more than expected. Jobless claims came in less than expected. Also should note wages increased more than anticipated in that ADP report. Uh, what's your take on the jobs data and what it says about the labor market ahead of tomorrow's report? Yeah, good to see you, Caroline. I think we are continuing to see some trends that would be essentially consistent with a normalization of the economy after the shocks of the pandemic. And you have to include the supply chain disruptions with that, the war in Ukraine, and not related to the pandemic per se, but obviously another shock that uh, the global economy has had to sustain over the broader part of the past year. And, you know, just sort of doing a back of the envelope calculation on that Amazon announcement, I think their most recent employment figures had had total employment there at about 1.6 million. So that, while every job loss is obviously a tragedy for an individual or a household, we don't want to be dismissive about that. It seems to be fewer than 1% of their total workforce. And do any of us really feel like Amazon is not going to be growing at least to some degree in the years ahead? Probably uh, you wouldn't want to bet against them. Uh, large technology companies have had an advantage for a long time and obviously we've seen some um, shifting of those sands here with obviously the way the stock market is and investors have been uh, valuing those firms but in terms of the broader picture it's still a, a job market that favors workers and with the jolts report the job openings and labor turnover survey that we had uh, this week as well 1.7 job openings for every unemployed individual now I would note that the outlook is one that uh, has a high degree of concern or even probability of recession in the next year. The most recent bank rate quarterly survey of economists puts that risk at more than six in 10, but that doesn't mean that it's a probability or at least a, a certainty, I should say, but the risks are high. Okay, so I wanna talk about all of these things, the job cuts, the chances of a recession, but first I just wanna get your expectations for tomorrow's jobs report. You talk about this normalization in the economy. What are you expecting to see in terms of the number tomorrow? Well, the consensus, as you know, uh, Caroline, has payrolls at about 200,000 and the unemployment rate remaining stuck at 3.7%. Given the amount of volatility and uh, disruption and overall concern about the economy that we've had for the broader part of a year now, uh, I would say that that still comes in looking pretty good, even though that would be the weakest payroll growth in two years. Uh, we had a decline in December of 2020, and this would be the weakest since then. And so if we get something close to the consensus, I think we sort of check that box off and move on. And we're still mindful of the fact that while we're concerned about the strength of the global economy and, and the U.S. participation in that, right now with uh, the latest trade data that we got this morning, it looks like we may be ripe for upward revisions to Q4 GDP. So even though the Fed has rather lackluster GDP penciled in for both this year and next, we're still waiting for that scenario to sort of materialize materialize with respect to the status quo. Uh, so, you know, I think that uh, we need to remain on guard for a weakening of the economy, for that probability uh, in 2023 this year. Uh, and uh, workers need to try to leverage the job market while they can. But inflation continues to be the number one problem, bedeviling the economy. And that's why we continue to talk about the Fed. 
But when you think about 200,000 jobs added at an unemployment rate of 3.7%, yes, there is recession risk, but does it show that the Fed's rate hikes are working? Are they doing enough if the economy or if the labor market, which is a, a big part of the economy, still is strong? Well, first of all, you know, let's remember that the Fed has a dual mandate, and part of that mandate is stable prices, which it's failed miserably at for quite some time, uh, having undershot inflation and now having inflation basically steamroll it. Uh, but the other part is that, you know, it wouldn't be such a bad outcome if we could have uh, some normalization of inflation or pricing trends with a job market that doesn't fall out of bed. Uh, and obviously, you know, as one who attends those news conferences myself since they began, in, in 2011, it's not really that the Federal Reserve wants a severe weakening of the job market. They want to reduce the inflation pressures that are associated with the current state of the job market. And if they could somehow walk away from this, if we all could walk away from this relatively unscathed, that would be the best of all possible worlds. Who doesn't want workers to command better wages? But as I've said before, one person's uh, wage growth is another person's inflation pressure. So it really depends depends on where you sit. Well, and 64%, as you said, of the people that you polled are expecting a recession this year. So I guess the question is how deep, how long of a recession should we be preparing for? And where does that 3.7% unemployment rate ultimately go? That's so well said, Caroline, because this next recession, whenever it occurs, whether it's consistent with that high risk forecast that the economists have put together collectively, this next recession need not be as severe as the previous two. We had a peak in unemployment after the great financial crisis of 10 percent in 2009. Obviously, we can remember it's still fresh in our memory, 14.7 percent in April of 2020 as the pandemic and the lockdown really took a severe toll, 22 million jobs lost in two months. My sense is, and I would say, you know, I'd be willing to bet uh, someone else's money on this, the next recession will not be nearly as severe as long as something doesn't break, as long as we don't truly have a black swan event that can't be forecast by its very definition and the financial system remains intact. This would be a recession that would be largely the creation of the Federal Reserve. And so as long as it has its hand on the uh, wheel, so to speak, it still has the ability to steer to some degree out of this. And I would also note for people who are listening to all the Fed uh, uh, commentary that we're hearing these days where, you know, you have one official after another saying, we're going to keep rates high higher for longer. That's what they're saying today. But they may well change their tune uh, if conditions warrant. And to some degree, I hope that conditions warrant that because we'd love to see inflation relent sooner rather than later. And that would give the Fed the ability to sort of move away from these somewhat obnoxious talking points. Are you saying there's a chance of a rate cut this year? No, no, I'm not going to whistle that tune just yet. But what I do, what I do want to say is that you know, Fed chair after Fed chair have sort of exhorted us to really try to not pay so much attention to the dot plot, meaning their forecast for uh, interest rates over the next couple of years, because you know it is true that every meeting is a live meeting, meaning that they sort of make it up as they go along based on the conditions that warrant. And so you know, if if there is nothing else that we've learned over the last three years. It is that we live in highly uncertain times and that the best bet about the way things look 12 months from now may not be a great bet. 
Yeah, I think I remember in 2021 talking about maybe only there being one rate hike or something yeah. in 2022. So we saw how fast that changed. Mark Hamrick, Bankrate.com. Thanks so much for your insights and for joining us. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you.